Welcome to Chaos Divided, your weekly dose of Wholesome Hammer, where we explore the hobby, the game, and the lore of Warhammer 40k. We're your hosts, Nurgle Snurgle and Blushing Noise Marine. This week, we're kicking off the first part of Bits Unknown. I know it sounds a little familiar. It's a little bit of a play on Parts Unknown, if you're familiar uh, with the Anthony Bourdain show. So this kind of is a show or part of the podcast where we want to be sharing our stories from a special trip. And this trip was at Play on Tabletop in Vancouver, British Columbia. If you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to give us a follow. If you're a fan of what we do and want to support us, you can find a link to our Patreon in the episode description. This week's quote is a little bit um, from a memory that we had during our stay there and is, the coffee is black like my soul. And that is a quote from Tack from Play on Tabletop. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. And why it's kind of, it, as a quote, is uh, we had some lovely discussions with Tack, including uh, Tack's adventurous food uh, discoveries around the world. And he did share that he had the uh, cat poop coffee. And I asked, what was the color? <laughs> <laughs> and he shared it was black like his soul. Uh, but... I think, what, a good split second later, he had that smirk at the corner of his eye. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't expecting his eyes to be as funny as he is. <laughs> yes. You know. He is a comedy genius, and you can't yes. tell me otherwise. He, he has that dry humor down hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. At one point I, I said, him. like, I love your sense of humor, and he was like, I don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. There's the sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. I, I also oh. like that uh, bits unknown is a play on parts unknown, and we yes. went to play on. It's like it's like a, oh, it's a riff wow. of a riff. It's riffception. <gasps> Love it. I didn't catch on to that. Good job, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we. We went, we made the, what, 6,000 kilometer trek to Vancouver. <laughs> and we did it on the most perfect day, daylight savings time. So not only were we four hours behind, we added an extra hour. <laughs> it was five hours. We left Halifax at six in the morning. We got yeah. to Vancouver at 11 in the morning. So it was yep. a very long day. Yeah, it sounds short. <laughs> but don't let that fool you. <laughs> uh, I uh, should we talk about the plane ride or like the beginning? Uh, you know what? I, I think to the surprise of no one, uh, we got held up at Pearson. Both, oh yeah, in both yeah. directions. Well, I, I really like the um, the random checking of our bags. First oh, yeah. thing in the morning, both of us, no one in lineup. It's like, hey, you've been selected to be a random. <laughs> Oh, both of us random? Wow. Couldn't, and, couldn't imagine uh, one. But then they didn't check your models. You have this black no. plastic box. Corn that, like, symbol on it. Right? It's like, if anything looked like it was a bomb, it was that yeah. case. And no, that's fine. No interest yeah. in that. Oh, they even asked, what's in here? Miniature models. Ah, do, I was like, do you want me to open them? No, nah, no, nah, I'll just swap the outside. Well, so <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, like, I'm looking at little my little crochet bag. They're like, "What's in here?" <laughs> looking at the left, and Laura's got everything on the table. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but traveling with me is like, yeah. Hey, but coming back, you got to see what traveling with me was like. <laughs> it's true. You you got you got taken. I, I got taken aside. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you were just saying about Pearsons, and that was. I I felt my heart pumping out. I almost thought we weren't going to make make it to Vancouver that day. I mean, okay, so we literally had like such a comedy of errors getting into Pearson. <laughs> if uh, if you're not familiar with Toronto, um the main um airport is uh Pearson International and mm -hmm. it is like the worst airport you can travel through ever. Mm -hmm. It is just mm -hmm. like a disaster on its best day. Mm -hmm. Um like, it's not even, like, one airport. It's, like, split up into different airports, Terminal 1. You think going from Terminal 1 to Terminal 3 would be easy? Uh-uh. 
no, there's a train involved. Like, it's that <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very dumb. It takes forever to get in and out of it. Like, you're taxiing forever. So yeah. we're doing, like, the super long taxi. We get to the gate. And not just, our- no, but not just that. Okay, we land, and they're like, oh, we're, we're like, five, ten minutes early. Sweet. We're looking yeah. grand. <laughs> Five minutes later, uh, so there's a plane in our gate, and we're just waiting for them to leave. This will be a short more time. Ten minutes later, uh, so they're having technical difficulties. We're gonna be waiting for a gate to open uh, somewhere else. Oh man, it's gonna be like another twenty minutes. You know, airport time is not twenty minutes. Yeah, it was like, I think it was like 45 minutes later before we were off the plane. Now, we did luck out. It was like yes. a Pearson error in our favor. Yes. The gate that we did get was in the right terminal, which we previously were going to be in the wrong terminal. Mm-hmm. And it was only like five gates down. So mm-hmm. it like somehow managed to uh, benefit us. We got there like just on, we had like enough time to go to the bathroom and then just yeah. like, right back onto a plane oh yeah when we showed up at that gate it was already lined up of people boarding <laughs> yeah and we're like all right this is this is great we, i was like because we also like we had left so early we hadn't eaten breakfast Mm-mm. so we're like oh, okay, oh, we oh no you mean something you mean the nutri-grain bars and <laughs> yogurt and milk not even in ice at the hotel yeah that yeah yeah they were like oh the hotel we stayed at a hotel because we left so early that they were like oh we have a takeaway breakfast i was like oh like a little lunchboxy thing that would be fun oh, like a little apple or banana <laughs> no no, no. nutrient bars and unrefrigerated dairy products room temp <laughs> <laughs> so like by this point we're like you know we're oh. going on no breakfast no lunch get on the plane pretzels and ginger ale <laughs> and then it's a five and a half hour flight from Toronto to Vancouver yeah and it was hard to justify buying five dollar mr noodles on the plane so instead what did i do when we got to vancouver (laughs) no but instead of buying five dollar mr noodles i bought Uh, a 25 dollar chicken wrap and it was uh, bad please tell me more (laughs) i think you described you had you said it had like quinoa and kale (laughs) There was like cilantro. It said, okay, it said it was a sweet Thai, like, chicken wrap. And I was like, okay, I can imagine what that tastes like. No sweet chili sauce in it. I don't even know if there was chicken in it, to be honest with you. I saw, (laughs) I just saw like this big piece of like the the knuckle of the um, wrap. Oh, it was 80% wrap. Yeah. Oh, I felt so bad because like, as we were landing, I could I looked over at Laura and she's just she's slightly turning green, <laughs> and she's like, well, I like had also not eaten supper the night before because I was yeah. just like busy and like I'd eaten like a late lunch um, with Elliot, so it was kind of like oh, I'm not super hungry, and then like come supper time, I was like ah, I'll just like go to bed because we went to bed early, and then so it was like missed like three meals at this point was about to like pass out in the airport was like i need something mm-hmm. and you're like oh there's like a little like sandwich place i was like oh that can't be that ridiculous and it was don't mm-hmm. do it yeah if you're gonna travel feed yourself right i mean i blame pearson because if we had have had even 20 more minutes we would have been able to like at least get something in toronto yeah. Yeah. Because we walked through a huge food court. Like, we could have... There was options there, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It was, a. Uh, so we were off to a great start. We yeah. get to Vancouver. I go on the <gasps> alleged sky train. Alleged! It does not it, go in the sky. It is... <laughs> is that what you're expecting? <laughs> she said if sky. If you call it a sky train, I expect it to at least levitate. It did not even levitate. It was marked sky train... It was called a sky train. It's a sky train. Okay, but okay, well, what do they call fairies in Vancouver? Sea bus. Yeah, see, everything has a silly name. It's How not is my that? Fault. But there, okay, there's big fairies you drive on, and then there's little fairies that you walk on. Now, yeah. if you say fairy fairy, people are gonna be confused. So sea bus, people automatically know what you're talking about. No, like I, here, word... here in Halifax, those should be sea buses. Who operates? Those fairies. Bus. What? What's it no. on? Sea. 
<laughs> ocean. Ocean bus. There you go. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Harbor then, bus. You know what? It should go. look like a bus then. It should like be like the harbor hopper. It should just be like a bus that goes in the water then. Because like it looked Theodore like a tugboat. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Theodore. Wherever you are. He's not. He's like in Hamilton. He like. They stole him. He went to Ontario? I know. The, a fate worse than death. <laughs> So we took on Ontario civilians in trade of Theodore Tugboat. I'd rather have Theodore back. <laughs> Theodore. Yeah, no, he like sits in the Great Lakes now and like does like touristy stuff. Tugboat like, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not a real tugboat. He's just a boat. Oh, no. But he's cute. He's a cute he's a little boat. happy boat. Yeah. With a little red cap. Okay, so... First... <laughs> okay, so also, I... I was letting Laura know that one of the things I noticed about Nova Scotia was like uh, people are just a little, little shorter and uh, I don't think Laura kind of uh, believed me and we're waiting for the SkyTrain and like the first two people that came off the SkyTrain were like over six foot three. <laughs> I think one of them was pushing seven feet tall. He like had yeah. to like almost bend over completely <laughs> to get out of the train. And she's like, ah. They are tall here. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so instantly proven wrong. Yeah. I think one of my my favorites is just watching your reactions to everything <laughs> and observing like, ah, oh, this is her first reaction. Because like, we're on the sky trade and she looks into the, the river and the harbor and she goes, they got logs in the water? <laughs> what? This is the most BC thing I've ever seen. I, so, like, yeah. didn't think they still did that. I'm like... <laughs> why? Like... It's not 1890 anymore. I thought you guys would move past that, but no. There's no. just, like, logs hanging out. But like Tack said, like, it helps with transportation. You don't have that, those on the road, so... Water. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still on man. But what was your first reactions to seeing Vancouver, seeing... BC life. I thought, okay, I've been to like a few bigger cities now, and mm -hmm. <clears throat> Vancouver is very pretty. Mm -hmm. I think we were also there at like kind of a probably the end of their fall. Yeah. So, like, the leaves were all like beautiful. Um, it was like a nice temperature. It was like 15 degrees every day. Like, I feel like we just kind of like walked in and it was just like super nice. Mm hmm. Um, the downtown is, like, it's not really on the water, which I found a little odd. Mm -hmm. Like, Halifax is slow the, on the water, but it's it's a little bit pushed back. But we're not that, no, we weren't that, I, I don't think we went, I didn't take you to the other side of downtown, which is on the water. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, like, but it's, like, the mountains are in the background. Well, it took us a little while to see the mountains, which was... Yeah. Because it was, it's, it rains constantly. Mm -hmm. um, but it's very pretty. And it's like, it looks very different than here. Mm. But also looks very different from Toronto. Mm -hmm. Like, Toronto is also just a bunch of, like, condo towers at this point. But I feel like Vancouver's done a better job of, like, blending them in. Yeah. So you don't just have, like, glass boxes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's somehow, there's, like, more of the heritage left around Vancouver. Like, there's, like... Mm -hmm different architecture to look at like stuff looks not just like this homogeneous just like blue glass which was mm -hmm. cool yeah it's very pretty it was also very clean oh yeah yeah like definitely like less litter and just like cigarette butts and stuff than you see here mm-hmm yeah i think they definitely do a good job at that yeah you don't see like overflowing garbage mm. bins or like dog poop bags everywhere yeah i don't know if i noticed like yeah i yeah. definitely saw less dogs though in general that's very true mm. but we also like we stayed at the hilton downtown and we were able to see some of the rooftops and it was pretty astounding to see a lot of the rooftops are green they have their trees they have grass so it's nice to see that they're utilizing their rooftops instead of just letting it go to waste well, at one point we were, uh, which we'll talk about later, but we were waiting in line. And I looked over at a building and there was just like a bunch of trees on top of it. And it like yeah. didn't, see, it was like took me a few seconds to like process it. I was like, how are, 
How are the trees up so high, though? <laughs> Where are their roots? <laughs> how do they? How do? How does that work? It's it's working, but how? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a, like a rooftop garden. Um, yeah. Which, but yeah, it's like really yeah. When you're like, if you're up high enough and you look down, you just see like green spaces everywhere, which is also really cool. Mm-hmm. That's something that like as Halifax grows, they maybe should figure out. Yeah. Yes. There's also like living walls in random places too, like just like, which was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so our first day there was the Saturday, and then we had the Sunday, and then play almost gonna be a Monday. So I, um, we, um, intentionally planned it that way so that we could have a day of rest because of the time change. So. Lol. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, we got to explore Vancouver more on um, on the Saturday night. We did, and got to explore the food. <gasps> the food. Yeah. A, a little asterisk. There will be a lot of food talk. <laughs> coming we up. we were we were joking before we started this that like this is going to be maybe thirty percent less food talk than Parts Unknown was. <laughs> so it fits very well. <laughs> It's a, you know what, the food, every meal was incredible. Like, I yeah. didn't have a bad meal, which is like, when you're traveling, that's hard to say. That, like, like I didn't even know if I had a mediocre meal. Like, mm -hmm. it was like, everything was just, like, banging. It was yeah. amazing. So we, uh, yeah, we, we did some, uh, we didn't really pub crawl. We just found a pub, couple pubs and then, like, <laughs> stayed stationary after walking around a bit. But we, mm -hmm. uh. What was it? The, um, like, bao taco things? Yes. Those looked very good. Oh, they were so good. Oh, I had a bite of a couple. And, mm, 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 mm. and I had a, uh, an alcoholic popsicle for $3. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> they were like, um, people don't really just order those on your own. And I was like, but why not? Hmm, why not? Yeah, why not? I don't know. They managed to freeze peach schnapps, so that's like, yeah. You know, if you're gonna do it, you might as well like own it. Yeah. You look so happy with it too. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My first like, I filmed my first reactions, and my eyes just like bugged out of my skull. Like, what? What is this? <laughs> I'm here for it. Makes me want to do some. Maybe I didn't tell for the summer because that'd be kind of oh. cool. Little, little te tequila, little, little margarita popsicles. Tequila sickles? Uh, I don't think that works. <laughs> te te sickles? It, it sounds like it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Laura. So your marketing on on that name is just avocados. Literally means testicles. So like, it's just more testicles at a Mexican place. <laughs> We've got balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we... Uh, <clears throat> so I did find out that there is a BC unique food mm -hmm. called Yorkies that I don't... I have never seen anywhere else. Really? Well, you, have you seen them, them anywhere? Maybe not in restaurants, I guess. But well, when I was at the Canard Center, we used to make Yorkshire puddings all the time. But would you, like, fill them with, like meat no. and yes yeah, so that, no. oh, that's where it goes from like yorkshire pudding to like yorkies okay because i've been to other parts of bc and they had them there too i think it, it's a bc oh. thing yeah oh. yeah so uh we had to go track some of those down and we did and would you like to describe them oh. so if you've ever had a yorkshire pudding it's like a well, actually, the ones we had were mini ones, so they were smaller. But I've also had, like, ones with, like, a giant Yorkshire pudding, and they're the yeah. same. They're just as good. So it's a Yorkshire pudding filled with, like, roast beef. And Thinly then... sliced, like, mm. just the perfect sliced. Yes, with some horseradish. Mm -hmm. Or I think it's out there as a horseradish aioli, I think, is mm -hmm. what I've usually seen it I as. think so, yeah. And then it's served with, like, a cup of au jus and just... Just like the egginess of the Yorkshire pudding and the beef coming together is like so decadent. With crispy it's... onions. There you go. Oh yeah, that one had crispy onions. Yes. 
Oh, I've like I we ate so much good food. I've forgotten the details of some of it. <laughs> oh, it was so good. And what um the beer? Okay, so for some reason yeah. Vancouver is really big on stouts right now. And everywhere mm -hmm. we went, they were serving these like quite alcoholic stouts mm -hmm. um, that were like super easy to drink. So we're like and felt so like, dark. Yeah. <laughs> and one they was like creamy. biggest head. <laughs> It was they were some creamy friggin' pints, let me tell you. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're like in this like English bar, uh, eating these Yorkies. I got fish and chips as well. You got um, so Parmesan fries. But yeah, Parmesan garlic fries. Oh. And like the portion was huge. <laughs> I was like, it oh, was. No. And yeah, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm on the West Coast. Let's see what their fish and chips are like. And it was so good. Mm -hmm. I was like, um, everything was amazing. Actually, we did a we did have one blunder with food though. Before we made it to these restaurants, remember uh, the Donair place we walked into? Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> was clearly advertised on the banner outside Donair. And Laura was like. I, if we're here, I have to try a West Coast Donair. I was so curious. So we walk in, like on the sign says Donair. Like not donor, not donor kebab, Donair, which is like a very maritime thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, I got to find out what this is. And Vancouver, we need to have a real talk right now. That is not a, that is not a Donair. There First was off, no Donair. There was, like, I was like, can I get a Donair? And they're like, oh yeah, we have Donair sandwiches. And there's 35 varieties of hamburgers. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What? This is so far away from what a Donair is. I don't even know how to like explain it to you. <laughs> Just shook our heads and walked out. <laughs> and yeah. And there's, there's other places. I know there's like a chain out there called Donair Dude. And I was like... What is that? And I looked it up, and they also do not serve donairs. So, Whoa. well, let's put it this way: they they were selling a chicken donair. So, if you can figure out what that is, let me know. I wonder what Sacrilege. they think donairs are. I think it's like what they call shawarma out there. Yeah. But I'm like, that's that's a donair is like a specific thing. Well, I guess if you're if you want to do a restaurant in Vancouver and you're from the East Coast, they need some donairs over there. <laughs> they need some education is what they need. <laughs> they, need some, uh, they need some cultural exchanges. <laughs> yeah. But no, otherwise, um, so yeah, we that was Saturday night and then we kind of talked about Sunday <laughs> breakfast. Oh, oh my goodness. <clears throat> Let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. Okay, so we're in the hotel trying to, to like, we want to get some brunch. Like, we're, we're about to head to uh, play on area, so we want to fuel ourselves for this. And um, so we're looking, and there's a couple restaurants around us, and I don't know. There's just something about these pictures from Jam Cafe that I, I was just drawn to. Like, it was love at first sight kind of thing. It's like, oh, it's just around the corner. Let's just check it out. And so we um, check out and luckily and nicely the um, hotel saved our baggage there. So we make our way down to Beattie Street, which is just around the corner from the stadium. And um, we get closer and closer. And this lineup is getting longer and longer the, the closer we get. We're like, that can't, oh, that's the lineup. Like, it, it was so long, it split into two. <laughs> it like, did, there was, like, <laughs> to keep emergency exits open, there was, like, breaks in it. And you're, I'm hearing, like, um, mumbling of, like, 45-minute waits and an hour wait. And then there was a uh, restaurant, what was it, three doors uh, up from it? Yeah. That also advertised for brunch. So we go in. And I don't know why, but they had this like heavy, heavy leather curtain in front. So you had to like lift it mm. up and then walk through it. And they're like, oh, reservations now. Oh, we'll take your number and we'll give you a call. I, I'm not, 
I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling like this was the place. I feel like us. you almost had like a premonition. You were like, let's just get in line. Let's yeah. just get in line at the other place and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, let's see how fast it kind of goes. I, I was seeing some, some people come out, so maybe it'll go by. And uh, let's just check out the menu. So we're waiting in line. It's not going that fast. <laughs> it's like a little crawl. But it's just, my heart is just like, no, this is the place to go. And we got the text message from the other brunch place. And I think I'm, I I gave you the puppy dog eyes. Like, no. Because <laughs> I'm not normally willing to wait for a restaurant. And, and like, normally I'm like, a, like, you know what? Like, is it, can it be worth the hour? Like, wait, I don't know. Ooh. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to risk it. Um, but yeah, no, Kaylee gave me the like, well, maybe we should wait. I was like, okay, we got nothing else to do. Like, yeah, it's not wait. raining. It's yeah. Like the lineup, <laughs> the people were in good spirits. They're not grumbling. It's kind of like, this feels kind of like nice. And we could just hang outside and kind of get yelled at by people walking by. <laughs> We did get, Which, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, we were looking at the menu, and just looking at the menu was impressive. There was many great options. Mm. And then uh, we're, we're at the front of the line. We finally made our hour, and they come to us. They're like, ah, so there's a, a table that just needs to be cleaned, or we can uh, put you at the bar. And I know Laura and I just looked at each other like, nah, we're not, we, we didn't wait this long to just sit at a bar, like sit next to each other. And we could see that the the table that was available was right in the front, mm. perfect, like window seating. I'm like, no, I want that seat. So we waited, <laughs> what, 30 seconds later, like, oh, you can come in now. So that was worth the wait. And we sit down and it's very pleasant. And it was really like, uniquely decorated there's a bunch of knickknacks on the wall so Mm. your your eyes could just easily wander and just the atmosphere inside was just like happy and just just go lucky and uh i was watching other people's portions come to them like oh my goodness like these are huge portions but not really thinking much of it so Laura orders the buffalo chicken buffalo Benny. Does he have buffalo like fried chicken, eggs Benedict with blue cheese? Yes. Which was, oh. <laughs> and then I ordered the tater tot bowl with pulled pork, and we wanted to share French toast. Like we wanted something sweet. Like. Well, because as we were looking around, we noticed like we were like, oh, you know. And then we look over and the special today is chocolate French toast on brioche. And we're like, oh, who yeah. can say no to that? <laughs> Not us. <laughs> and we ordered it. And you know what? Didn't have to wait that long. For the no, food. it was super fast. Yeah. And our orders came to us and like this tear top bowl was in a faux bowl. Like it was <laughs> huge. <laughs> And then yours had a, like a beautiful presentation, had some like red slaw, so it really had like that pop color, and just mm. you could see the chicken was just doused in this uh, buffalo sauce. And so we we bite into it because we're told like our French toast is gonna take a little bit, and I, I believe we 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 ate the food before the French toast, right? Yeah, yeah, we like yeah. saved it kind of as like a dessert. Yes, and so. Well, before it actually arrived, but uh, we took our first bites, and I think we looked at each other like, oh my god, what did we just put in our mouth? And we did it, like, we tried it again, it's like, oh, th- this is like perfection. Like, Sil Nash would be proud of this. It was, it was so perfect. Yeah. Like, the first bite. I think it took me two or three minutes of just like savoring it. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't want to move on. I was just like I got lost in it. And like there's not many times you eat a meal where it like takes your breath away. Like the, Oh yeah. And then like each bite was just like better than the last <sighs> and different and I I cannot stress how like spiritually lifted I felt. 
by this like eggs benedict and while the angels around you are singing this french toast like drops in <laughs> and it's like and how how thick were the pieces of bread they were two uh, inches thick a two and a half yeah and then like yeah so we're looking at a f yeah that was over five inches oh, yeah. of of bread and then like another it's, it, it's two a six inches inch of sandwich. whipped cream and then this, this gooseberry on top so we're looking at like <laughs> like 10 inches of just wow <laughs> it was yeah like the the sheer level of love that was in like every bite mm, mm -hmm. like when you go to a restaurant there's always kind of like oh you know what maybe if they had done this a little different it would have been like there's kind of those like just like not even complaints but just like oh you know maybe i would have done that a little differently or like oh it would have been nicer if they had done this mm -hmm. nothing i could think of nothing mm -mm. even like the eggs were perfectly cooked your poached eggs were just oh it just like melted out onto it was even like well uh, like out of habit there was a there was mine came with hash browns i like put some ketchup on the side of my plate yeah. just out of habit and didn't use it because yeah. i was just like this needs nothing it is so good it is so perfectly balanced mm -hmm. it was it was like fulgrim himself cooked it <laughs> yes we were fed by Fulgrim. I, I would, you know what? If we had to look back there and there was a nine foot tall guy with like long white hair, I would have been like, checks out. I think it was a female because we had a female chef come to us and was just seeing if we had like the right orders and stuff. And then I saw her expediting. So I think, I think it's a female. Look also checks out. Yes. Yes. But no, if you're in. Vancouver. You know what? Even if you're just like vaguely near Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jam Cafe. It was so, it was like, it was probably the second best meal I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And like the first best brunch. meal I ever had in my life was like a steakhouse, like dry aged meat. Mm -hmm. Like that level of like, you know, it was not a cheap Where meal. Your this was like, yeah. this, this was like, for 20 bucks. For 20 bucks, it was like, wow, I've never eaten breakfast better than this. Yep. I've paid more for breakfast, and it has not even come close to that. Yeah. Cores eat your heart out. Right? Well, like, <laughs> how do you something. go back to Cores after this? No, never. <laughs> like, like it was it was a zero compromise, a zero complaints, a zero issues meal. Yeah. Just pure indulgence this is a place where i would want to try everything off the menu like there's some places where you're like no i like this this is my thing um that i always want but no i would want to venture to try everything because just to see how they do flavor combinations because mm. mine was like tater tots tossed in buffalo sauce now we kind of have to go off on this buffalo sauce because it was real buttery buffalo sauce yeah they, they they made the buffalo sauce you could tell yeah and then it I was rich. yeah and then the, like sprinkles of cheddar cheese not too much not too little and then the pulled pork never had pulled pork like this before it no. was it was sweet and savory and it wasn't saucy it was perfect with like a corn salsa on on top and these two perfectly cooked sunny side eggs with this chimichurri oh every bite was just like a pop in the mouth like wow 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 <laughs> i actually i wouldn't be surprised if they had made the tater tots like with oh, just yeah. how much like love and care there was in it like like if they if they if you told me like oh yeah they make the tater tots there I'd be like that seems so unnecessary but I believe it yeah because your hash like, browns <laughs> it wasn't just like any type of hash browns yours was like uh, cooked in a square pan yeah but so and there was like the shaved uh, potatoes perfect and even like the bits of onion were like also they clearly like had, were like hand dicing it. Because mm -hmm. they were small enough that they blended in with the hash brown, mm -hmm. but large enough that you still got that, like, pop of that sweetness. Oh. It was, yeah. I was, was so lost in my bowl, I 
I didn't get a chance to try hash browns. Even though like you kept saying, you gotta try these hash browns, you gotta try these hash browns. I was just like, so lost in my bowl. I think it took us like almost an hour to eat this breakfast because we just kept being like, oh, I gotta stop and just enjoy this for a couple minutes, like multiple times of the meal. And then yeah, then we get to the, the French, French toast. toast. Oh, I'm thinking about it right now and I'm like having a moment. It was like definitely like a, a bakery or like handmade brioche loaf. Mm -hmm. It was so light and like fluffy mm -hmm. that it wasn't like a custardy French toast where it's like very heavy with egg. Mm -hmm. And there was like this. Yeah, it was like, just like didn't have much. It didn't have much of an egg coating around it at all. No, it was the brioche was like what you were enjoying was most mm -hmm. of it. Um like, and it was like a buttery, rich brioche with like hints of cinnamon swirled through it. It was, it was a cinnamon bun bread, like. Yeah. It was, and the pastry cream was perfect. It was clearly like a handmade ganache with ha like very high quality chocolate. Yes. Like it, there was like, they, they hilariously had like table syrup on the table. And I'm like, why would you like... <gasps> Why, why would you disgrace this meal with table syrup? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, they um, also had the ketchup and definitely don't eat I, it. And I made that mistake. <laughs> I I almost committed a faux pas. Um, it was, okay, so this meal was so good. Laura was like, you should go live. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to share this moment with the world. <laughs> and we and did. you know what? You should, you should go and find that on Kaylee's Instagram. Because that yeah. is, it was, we had to like, I don't know, there needed to be, like, some evidence of it. Because if not, I feel like no one would believe us that this meal was so good. Yeah. No, I uh, cannot... We, well, we've talked for, like, 15 minutes about this place, so we should <laughs> probably move on beyond Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, it's not sponsored by a Gem Cafe. <laughs> no. But Gem Cafe, if you want to sponsor us... We oh, we would, like, 100%. <laughs> you want people to go to your restaurant? You want more people in that lineup? <laughs> Not that they Just need let us. us. Know. <laughs> right. So yeah. Um, uh, check out Jam Cafe. Let us know your experience and what dish you had. We'd love to know. Yes. Share pictures. Share your moments with us. Hashtag chaos divided. Yes. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so we we then make our way out to Coquitlam. Yes. Yep. Yes. Get on the sky train. And you know what is distressing about the sky train? The most distressing part? Other than the name? Nobody operates it. There's not <laughs> people on there. It's just like you're just like looking around. It's just an empty shell full of like passengers, and you're like, this is this is concerning on my old timey head. <laughs> I know this is what the future looks like, but it's it's uncomfortable in some ways. I like it. <laughs> I know you did. You were like, Sky, trade, Sky, trade. I was like, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> I thought you were going to like say the most distressing part of the Sky train was when it didn't accept your credit card at first. <laughs> it didn't accept any card. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, I was like, oh, well, the only cash I have is a $50 bill. Didn't accept that either. So. No. <laughs> I, uh, I owe Nurgle Circle one fare on the Sky train at some point. No, you don't. <laughs> we even. <laughs> um, but so yeah. yeah, we make our way out there. Um, <clears throat> Climb the hill to get to it. <laughs> get off the sky train. Everywhere's a hill in Vancouver, <laughs> and it sucks so bad. <laughs> We're so tired by this point, too. Like, just like yeah. all the traveling, and like I'd gotten up early um, Sunday morning and spent like two hours just walking around Vancouver taking pictures of like empty streets because I, I don't know when you're that offset from the time zone I like can't I wake up early so well it was like 10 11 o'clock our time anyways so yeah it like in my head made sense that I was up but I was like <laughs> I was walking around at like 4 30 in the morning around Vancouver and like there was no one around ghost town but so I'd done a bunch of walking already I was like all right I just need to like collapse at this point but mm -hmm. So we uh, we were very generously hosted by the one and only Tack. Mm-hmm. So cute. He's so adorable. I know. He's like 
the nicest host. We actually got met by Tanya first. Mm. Uh, we rang the doorbell, what, three times? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But we could hear, like, there's some activity going on. I'm like, I guess I'll try knocking. Like, maybe the, the doorbell doesn't work. Knocked. And then Tanya opens the door, and you just hear blaring K-pop. <laughs> and I had messaged on the Discord, uh, does your doorbell work? And I didn't find out until after. He's like, that hasn't worked for a long time. <laughs> so, pack your doorbell fixed. <laughs> Kidding. You do what you do. Anyway, so we go upstairs and uh, had our greetings with Tanya and chatted for a bit. Then tack like I want to share this because it's the most adorable thing ever, and it's um, we're just hanging out in the living room and sharing our greetings, and then um, Tack comes downstairs with a with arms full of laundry, and we're just like, oh hi Tack, thank you so much for like letting us stay and being a great host. And he's like, oh you're welcome, and he makes his way to the laundry, and I come to him, and I was like. Are you okay with handshakes? And he's like, yes. And he drops his like laundry and we handshake. And then it was just like a friendship I think was born from there. You just I uh, Yeah, I I I I got to spend quite a bit of time with Tack and I really appreciated like how generous he was with his time and his company. Mm-hmm. And like he was generous with his space to let us stay there, but he was also <laughs> like very generous, just like talking and getting to know each other and mm-hmm. It was truly quite wonderful because mm-hmm. he's a he's a pretty incredible guy. Yes, it was nice to see the, the man behind the screen. Yeah, very intelligent yeah. and very like worldly, which was great to hear his his stories. Hence, why he shared the um, the cat poop coffee. <laughs> well, and if you think that the food talk is going to end, fun fact: Tack is a huge foodie, so every meal we had. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he had things to do around the house, so uh, we, we skittered off to the studio where Mubin and Dr. Rhino... No, yeah, we were going to meet there, yes. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, got to meet those two, and how incredible are they? Right? I feel like, um, like we, only, uh, we ended up having this, like... I don't know, almost like a like fairy book like evening with Dr. Rido and Moobin. We just yeah. like just showed up and we like hung out for a little bit, went for supper, and yeah. did our first He was just like it? so cool. No, that was the Korean barbecue was the Oh that was Korean bar kinda like Korean barbecue in a hot pot, right? Yeah, it like wasn't because it's not barbecue, thing. it's No, it was like broth. a simmery thing that had Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was delicious. I don't know the exact details of it, but it was very good. There was octopus and pork swimming in broth with cheese and corn on the side. I've never seen that before. The cheese? Okay, dipping the cheese in, like, the rice was so good. (laughs) Um, And we got to, like, talk to Dr. Rhino. Yes! um, His dad had been there. They did a, a game together and just, like, talking about what that meant to him and just absolutely wonderful yeah uh you guys should check it out on play on tabletop uh they did a uh, so dr rhino and his actual dad his dad went to play on tabletop and did a live stream and i guess it is the most wholesome video ever the whole chat was just loving it i haven't had a chance to check it out just since we've been back and kind of dealing with some stuff but like i really want to watch this and just and if we're if we're into wholesomeness, I'm sure this is upper alley. So I really want to. It, it yeah. sounds like some wholesome hammer. They, yeah. I think they, they might be taking our brand. <laughs> no. <laughs> if they no, we share the wholesome. We don't exactly. keep the wholesome. <laughs> I know. But we're very um, unwholesome of us. And uh, I had chatted with uh, Dr. Rhino a couple of times through the internets, but what an incredible person in life. So much passion, so much like love, and just like I would kind of, I would love to see him and, and Dave in the same room. I think that's a lot of energy. It was gonna be like a that's nuclear a plant of just. <laughs> I I think it would start glowing around them. It would just like you'd have like a f- nuclear fusion effect where they just like I don't know, lasers would be firing off. I, it might not be safe to be near it. 
caution. <laughs> there, you know, he's like a super fun, um, like high energy, excited, and like he's gonna. He's one of the guys that got into Warhammer like over COVID. You can mm-hmm. tell that he just like he like he didn't just be like, oh, I kind of like this. Like he dove in, and mm-hmm. he's like everything. He's just like consuming it and getting the most out of it. And I think that's why it was so impactful that his dad got into it too because it's like something that they've been able to share together well like he even uh shared that like why his dad kind of did it was uh i guess um uh uh what's the word uh uh, raising little dr rhino (laughs) he put uh the doc into a lot of sports and stuff and i guess um how it came about was his dad was like, you know what? I put you in a lot of sports and, and share those memories with you. And you're into this thing. Let's let's do what you're into. And uh, play the game with his son. Live. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, guess, I guess he was like dad jokes throughout the entire time. So I'm going to love this stream. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I also... It's been... It's only been a few days since we got back, and I feel yeah. like I'm still recovering. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely something I want to check out. Um, and yeah, we also got to hang out with Moobin, which yes. was very cool. He's hilarious. He I, is hilarious. And I love his love for Magnus. <laughs> right? I, I feel like like that we broke the ice at one point, because I was like, you know, we all know Magnus is like the nicest Primark model. And he was just like... Yes. <laughs> I couldn't <tell. laughs> It's like, you know, until we get Fulgrim, we'll see, but Magnus is currently the nicest, and he's like, I will accept this answer. <laughs> um, and yeah, just getting to see everyone interact, and I think it was also, um, like, Tanya's first time meeting Dr. Rhino as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's right. known Moobin before, so it was, like, a lot of just, like, getting to know each other and meeting each other. I think I think Dr. Rhino is a big fan of yours. I think he was very excited to meet you. Oh, okay. Hi, Dr. Rhino. <laughs> I think he was. He, I think he, um, I think it's one of those, like, you've admired each other's work from afar, so getting to yeah. see each other. Yeah. Which I got to see some of his stuff in person as well, and it's just, it's more incredible in person. You know, a lot of, um, a lot of miniatures don't film, like, record very well. Like, um, like having had the benefit of seeing like Mike's models mm-hmm. who we've had on the show before in person, like when somebody is such a like detailed painter, mm-hmm. like Dr. Rhino is, I would say he's a yes. very technically capable painter. Mm-hmm. Um, a camera can't really capture that. No. Cause like in a picture you are already setting the focal point. And when yeah. it comes to like a detailed model, there's so many focal points and you can see it all all around and colors are way different in the real life yeah and even just being able to like look around a model because a a camera also forces you into one perspective exactly so and even like video doesn't convey it very well either so Mm -hmm. it was very nice to see some just absolutely lovingly painted miniatures Mm -hmm. it was art and then we went out and had ice cream Rock Point, I think they called it. Right. I, I don't know. I got every name wrong every time I said it. So Yeah. And you got licorice ice cream. like Black licorice black. ice cream. Yeah. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. I was also the only one who got a cone. I was like, isn't when you go for ice cream, ice cream cones are like the standard? Y'all were eating your bowls of ice cream? Honestly, I, I took the bowl because I was so full from all the food we've already been eating. Like that, the Jam Cafe, like, filled me up. Like, it's true. To the brim of satisfaction. Like, <laughs> I know. The, the, I kind of, the Korean barbecue was so good, but I ate so little of it. Yes. Yeah. Same. Well, it was like three hours later. Like, <laughs> it was, um, but no, that ice cream was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, like, wasn't like touristy either. Like, it was just like very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, like they must make it there. I think it was, um, and it dawned on Dr. Rhino that he's in Canada, standing in the rain, eating ice cream in November. 
<laughs> with people from either side of the, the country. <laughs> it's probably a surreal moment for him. <laughs> well, and he's from like the middle because he's from like yeah. outside of Chicago. So yeah. he's from like the middle of the continent. <laughs> and you know what? That's one of those just like moments that you don't expect, but that are very cool. Yeah. And then we made our way back to the studio and we chatted about Warhammer lore for how long? I, <laughs> you can be like, what's your favorite book? What's your favorite book? What's your favorite story? Like he wanted to share everything, I think. Mm -hmm. I just, was I, I didn't have much to add to the conversation, but I enjoyed watching you guys just ping pong back and forth, all your love for the lore. Yeah, one of the struggles I have is like because I've been in this for so long. Like some of these books I read like 15 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like they're fresh for him because he's like you know he's in it. It's been a few years. He's like tearing through these books, wants to learn everything, and he'll be mm -hmm. like, oh, I remember in this book where that happened. Like you're gonna have to give me a minute to remember because <laughs> it was uh, it was 2009 when I read that book, and it's uh, it's not on the tip of my tongue, but I'll get yeah. there. Yeah, let me just open up the filing cabinet. <laughs> 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 ah yes nemesis uh, sounds like a great book the one about all the assassins oh uh, it is it's one of the best heresy novels mm -hmm. it's um it's very solid mm -hmm. the honestly the best heresy ones are usually the ones that have the least amount of space rings in them i was just yeah i was just about to yeah make that statement it's actually one of the nicer ones like the a lot of the thousand suns ones have a lot of human characters in them mm. which is why a lot of the earlier ones are actually also very good mm -hmm. um the uh emperor's children ones also feature a lot of humans because emperor's children were one of the legion like the thousand sons and emperor's children actually liked having people around mm. um like the whole remembrancer thing they were like really big into mm -hmm. and quite like enjoyed interacting with humans mm -hmm. so there's a lot of human perspective so yeah any of them that have not space marines because the space rings end up just kind of being like harumph harumph duty and honor harumph harumph <laughs> yeah. um, are usually like <laughs> solid reads well they just end up being very like I don't know if you read any of the Imperial Fist novels that's like them at their worst because they're just like <laughs> well there's the one it's like the Imperial Fist versus the uh, Alpha Legion mm -hmm. and it's literally just like a bunch of Imperial Fists trying to figure out what's going on as Dorne just goes like I know what's going to happen do you know what's going to happen have you figured it out yet and like not helping any of them at all and you're just like this is very silly <laughs> so no Nemesis was on and I think highly recommended by both Dr. Rhino and yeah. Tanya so yeah are you gonna read it now can I can I read it outside of the uh, like the chronicle? Oh yeah, order I a lot just... of them you can. Okay. The the only ones that are actually in like a set order are like the first Three. seven or eight. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Basically, like until you get to the end of like the massacre, mm -hmm. that's what's kind of in order, and then from there they just shoot everywhere. Yeah. One of the struggles actually with the horse heresy is it's very hard to figure out when things are happening. Mm. so no I mean as long as you know that Horus uh, betrays the emperor and starts uh, civil war he does what now? That's, that's, <laughs> no spoilers I'm sorry um, that's pretty much the background you need for Nemesis okay okay yeah uh, but yeah so that, that brings us to Sunday night um, which was honestly it was just absolutely even just being in the studio, because that was kind of like the quiet time that we were there. Because it was mm -hmm. like, you know, Sunday night, nobody was really there other than us. Um, it's not like a huge space, mm -hmm. but it is definitely like a space just filled with Warhammer. Yeah. Kind of, like normally you only see that in like a game store, but it was really nice to see it in like a creative space. Mm -hmm. Like you like look around and like, I am not going to say anything that I saw because I... Signed the NDA? Yeah. I signed the NDA. Um... <laughs> But you're just like casually looking around. It's like, oh, there's some like absolutely beautifully painted models. And oh, look, there's some absolutely beautifully painted models. Yes. And it's just like everything is so like filled with like passion mm -hmm. that it's hard not to just like feel a little bit inspired walking in the door to this yeah. like what is really just kind of like an office building. Everywhere you look, Warhammer, Warhammer, Warhammer. Right. <laughs> 
But like not just like, oh, that's some like models. It's like, oh, you look over and you're like, wow, that is one of the best painted of that I've ever seen. Oh, yes. And like I think Tax said he does like 80% of the painting. Yeah. Incredible. I think he's a bit of a machine when it comes to painting. Yeah, sounds like it. Like uh, I would love to just watch his process. I have a feeling it would it's like I mean, I think he paints a lot of space marines. I have a mm-hmm. feeling that's probably pretty like paint by numbers by this point because mm-hmm. they're it's a lot of similar sculpts yeah like you kind of know what you're gonna do like uh one of the conversations that was brought up a couple of times with him was oh yeah i just gotta paint 2000 white scars 2000 point white scars <laughs> yeah, but, you know yeah yeah i gotta get to it <laughs> and like to like a very high level yes yeah um so yeah no it's super impressive and like everything is just gorgeous it was it was humbling to be Mm -hmm. there i agree so how are you feeling sunday night looking towards monday it was the same i had been feeling for the last couple months nervous i don't know what to expect but honestly i couldn't stop just the to question it i was like okay i'm nervous of course i'm nervous i think i think anybody would be nervous in my position and it was also like you know those you hear everyone calls it the the imposter syndrome there were a couple times i'm just like what am i doing here (laughs) (laughs) what is going on i mean if you felt out of place i was the one who was just like oh yes look at all these great content creators and laura (laughs) Yeah, what you? What were you saying? Like, oh yeah, we're just gonna go out for dinner and Laura. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know what? I know because we talked a bit about like the, how the game would go, and we've done some like theory hammering Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, from my perspective, you didn't seem that nervous. I think you like I knew you were maybe a little in your head about it, mm-hmm. but I knew you were in a good spot going into it. So I was like, I wasn't worried for you because I. I knew you were going to do amazingly. I think I was just more like, I don't know what the process is whatsoever, right? Like, I don't know how they filming it. Like, I didn't know how the interviews were going to go. I didn't know, mm. like, the cinematics were going to go. Um, just kind of that uh, style. So j- I think just accepting, I don't know. I'm just going to go fourth i think the big thing we learned is um things go slowly that is it is a long process yes i think in total it was from like 10 to 7 7 30 now it wasn't all straight uh filming like we had breaks of food and stuff but yes very very long battle (laughs) (laughs) it was a it was a high tense uh, high tension moment that's for sure it's just mm-hmm. like was there the whole time mm-hmm. yes um, but I was I was also really happy that I could bring my models and uh, share this experience and I'm really really looking forward to seeing how they look captured in 4k and with the best cameras and the best like cinematics and effects like i am so looking forward to that i i I didn't even because uh a little bit of a foreshadow a little bit but i didn't get to see how they did the cinematics it was done next morning with nick alone so yeah, Nick, Nick had some alone time with your models. <laughs> <laughs> what Nick does with my models stays with I, Nick. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, I'm super stoked because I, I mean, you brought some of probably your like most beautiful models with you. And that's how I built the list. I was like, you look good. You're in. You look gorgeous. You're in. Was it competitive? Hell no. <laughs> It was more just to like, I want to see these on a screen and this is how they fit in the list. That was it. That's how I made my list. It was a, even like, 
when you were like unpacking them. Also, I guess a little bit of foreshadowing, but like they were so colorful mm. that like even from a distance they like popped. Yeah. So I'm like so curious to see like what they're gonna do with it because I think it's gonna be when when like we've said this before when people think of Nurgle, it's not usually the color schemes that you have, mm. um, but. I think people are going to be, like, amazed. I hope so. Oh. Yeah, they picked the perfect mat and, and trained for it. Everything stood out. It was so nice. And not only does my army, but Tanya's army as well. Hmm. Well, Tanya's army is also very colorful, so mm -hmm. there was a lot of color on the board. Yeah. It was very beautiful. Ah, I got to see the oil can command. Yes! <laughs> In person. <laughs> Up close. It was very cool. Mm -hmm. Actually, her painting also looks so much better in person. Yes, it's so clean. Mm. Like, I I didn't see a brush stroke. You'd think that she was using an airbrush, how she got that blue on. But I also know she doesn't use an airbrush. No, I so know. It's, like, <laughs> it's shocking, yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts going into Monday? Being a, a I... bystander. I, I I will fully admit I was on Nurgle Circles coattails the whole time. I was just watching. I was a, a pedestrian on that bus. Um, I was excited. I was excited to see the two of you. I knew I think you were both going to have a great game because um, you were both nervous mm -hmm. in like to see what was going to happen. And I think like I thought and having looked at both lists, I believed it was going to be a very strong game mm -hmm. like it was going to be a very uh technical game of warhammer and i knew it was going to make a good show and i think you two didn't necessarily realize that as strongly so i was just kind of like excited like where you were nervous i was like i want to see this happen because it's going to be so good yeah like i was excited to see it unfold because like I don't know, I feel like when we met Tanya, it was like almost instantly just like, like we've t I've talked to her a few times, you've talked to her a lot more. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just kind of like this like instant connection mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew the two of you were just going to go and have like a fun, great game. So I was just like, I had no worries. Good. I was, I was Hakuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm really glad. And if they're listening to this, like, thank you play on and, and the crew there just like allowing us to come on your show allowing laura to come and, and watch as well i think that was that was super sweet and super nice and just a big big snuggly thank you i think um i've heard before that they're like great guys yes. but to experience their generosity and kindness in person was absolutely amazing i um great's not even like the single word to use for them no it's like great doesn't go far enough um i got back into warhammer because of play on so like going for me was kind of like a a soul lifting moment mm -hmm. um like i wouldn't be here doing this if it wasn't for play on yeah so to actually get to go and see kind of behind the scenes and get to like interact with them all and get to know some of them and just have like great conversations was very like fulfilling in a lot of ways and that's what i mean when they're like they were generous with themselves as well like yeah. it wasn't just like oh they like hosted us and they let us come in like they were very generous with their time they were very generous with like interaction and the just stories. like camaraderie yeah. and yeah like and like so helpful in so many ways and so nice about it yeah that like it was really like emotional for me on monday actually like when we got there it was a little like overwhelming because mm -hmm. like it's this yourself? thing that has meant a lot <laughs> i don't think it, no i just like sucked it in um <laughs> but it was a thing that meant a lot to me and it yeah. meant a lot to like the person i ended up becoming mm -hmm. like little old me kind of dipping my toe back into Warhammer watching 40k in 40 minutes was kind of like look how far you've come but little like, Laura's giving you a thumbs up right You're a good kid. I mean it was only a few years ago but it's like yeah. to think of like all the changes and like um yeah and I got to like hang out with JT mm -hmm. while the filming happened so that was uh that was just it was it was beautiful it was a beautiful time um and I think um we're going to continue on with this. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but it's going to be our extended uh, podcast for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do want to check it out, uh, we offer a seven day free trial. Yep. So you don't have to pay us anything to get the rest of this. Uh, and I think it's going to be, there's a lot more good stories to tell. So mm-hmm. I just want to add Dutch pancakes. Yes. Dutch pancakes, a <laughs> uh, hot pot. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to add to that because um, it's something that I've I've heard a lot um, being in the content creator world, and that's don't meet your heroes. I think if you hear that, don't listen to it. It is like a garbage term. Yes, it it comes into play sometimes, but when it comes to like Warhammer content creators, meet your heroes. They're they're incredible. I think because we're so. We're not uh, owned by companies. They're just individuals mm. doing what they love, sharing their passion. And um, yeah, like we were saying with the play on tabletop guys, um, you may see them as heroes, but they are incredible gentlemen. I, uh, I got a message actually after um, while we were away and it was from the, it was Dr. Rhino's story and I shared it. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody said like, um, oh, I'd be so nervous to like even come near that table. Like that's so many <laughs> like famous people. And I was like, I was like, I replied, I was like, honestly, you shouldn't feel nervous at all. Like Mm-mm. there's just people like say hello. And like, we, I have yet we to would meet pull anyone up who's, the like, seat. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't need to be nervous at all. And like, just say hi. Mm-hmm. Beautifully put. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to Chaos Divided, both here and on Instagram and YouTube at ChaosDivided40K. And you can find us on social media at Nurgle underscore Snurgle and at Blushing Noise Marine. Uh, We hope you check out our Patreon. If you're a fan of what we do and you want to support us, you can find the link in the episode description. Until next week, bye-bye. Ciao for now.